0: HD1079 live. James here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic evening. Oh my goodness, so many people here today. So many wonderful HD announcers um, from, I'll say past and present, because you guys have been doing HD for a long time and you're still here. And that's so awesome, Katie Panton. Hi.
1: Hi, hi, hi. How are you going? Pretty good. Good, good to see you again. Good to see you. Absolutely.
0: Too. Taya Stead. Hey.
1: Hello.
2: Hey you going? Yeah, not bad. How are it's you? It's
0: good. Thanks for being here today. And Rachel Park. Hey. Hey. Good. So uh, Katie and Taya were both from Cabra and you guys have been out. This is your second year out now.
3: It right. is. Yeah.
0: So how does it, I mean, does it feel now like high school? And you too. Yeah. So you guys are in the same you year. You are so- the
3: same age as me. Uh-huh. You yeah. look so much younger. <laughs> really? I'm oh, really-
0: man. I'm really bad at guessing Shots ages. Shots fired majorly.
3: <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just terrible <laughs> with ages. <laughs> Okay. okay just I get it a lot at work.
0: If I can just kind of step in like a bit of a, like a group counselor at this particular point. Are you guys at the age where when someone says <laughs> someone says, "Oh, you're the same age as me? Wow, you look younger." Is that is that a bad thing or is that a good thing?
2: No, I'm just surprised because I like I I don't think that you <laughs> look significantly older than Katie. <laughs>
0: Is this going to be okay? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're only early into the piece and there's been some, you know, some shade. shade? Wait, are you 20?
3: I I will be this year. Okay. What month? Uh, May. Okay, well, yeah, you're older than
2: us.
0: Oh, okay. There (laughs) you go. Oh, by what? Like 10 seconds?
2: Every second counts. Three months? (laughs) Three months. Okay. So
0: clearly... So think about it It's a big difference In three months You're going to look As old as Rachel
2: (laughs) Oh no Are you ready for this Excuse you
0: (laughs) Oh okay So you guys could do it But I can't do it Is that right all right, so we, we, got a, we got a big show and, uh, and some, some riffs to heal during the next few songs. Katie Hurst and the Imagine Dragons on the way very shortly. We're all friends again, I think. Oh, we'll see. We'll see how we go. Um, you guys, all three of you, have been travelling extensively. And- okay, uh, Katie, you were away for ages. You went over, you did like the whole European thing. Where did you go? Was it just Europe or did you go kind of beyond? That?
1: Oh, just Europe. Um, well, I only went to... Only? That sounds so bad. Um, I went to Prague, Barcelona and the UK.
0: Okay, so why Prague, Barcelona and the UK? Because that's kind of... I would see that as being a little bit kind of like random because Prague's in Czechoslovakia or former Czech, Czech Republic. I don't even
1: know what to call it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's Czech Republic.
0: Yeah, Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah. Barcelona in Spain. Yeah. And then UK. So, it's sort of like you sort of jumped around a little. Was there a reason why you went to those specific spots? Um,
1: My family's from Scotland, so they go quite often to see them. So, we spent like six weeks in the UK, Uh like across England and Scotland. And then we went to Prague because... My mum had never, neither of us had been, and my grandma gave it a roaring review. Oh, yeah? um, Yeah, and then Barcelona, because my mum loves art. So, like, we went to, like, all the galleries, because, like, all the good old Impressionists and
0: surrealist artists there.
1: And in Prague as well, like, Kafka and stuff are from Prague.
0: Oh, okay. And you were saying before, Prague was your favourite spot?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What th- was it about it that really jumped out at you? And made it so good.
1: I think um Prague as a city is like really special because it's really pretty like everywhere you go, which I think is kind of rare to find in most European cities. Like mm. I know like Italy and France are pretty well preserved, but like I thought that until I saw Prague, which is like just takes it to the next level. Like really? it just it's really authentic. And, yeah, it just seems like it's in a little bubble. Just, like... Wow. Yeah, it's... Yeah, most of the buildings, I think, are still original. And, like, they still have all, like, the old town square and stuff. And it's, like, yeah, just, like, really original Gothic architecture. So,
0: you definitely recommend this for other people to kind of go to?
1: Yeah, and it's one of the, like, cheapest places to travel to in Europe because it's, like, in Eastern Europe. So, it's not as, like, expensive to, like, get accommodation that's really decent. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, when you go to, like the bigger places it's obviously much more expensive because they're like hot spots but yeah prague was amazing yeah the weather was real good
0: Ty instead you went to somewhere completely the polar opposite of that I can did. you tell us a bit about your traveling over the sort of christmas new year period
2: of course i went to south africa to visit family and i went to johannesburg and cape town but i also did a safari and went to sun city as well which is like a it's like 2 hours out of joburg it's like a resort sort yeah, of yeah
0: yeah Like casino yeah yeah
2: yeah. it was fun fact the only place they were allowed to gamble for some period of time i'm not really sure
0: in south africa in south africa okay no anyone (laughs) so what's your impression like i have met a lot of people who've been to south africa and everyone says something different Mm -hmm. about that like what was your impression why do you think people have very different impressions of what south africa is
2: um i think like for me, so I was born there, so. Were you really? I was. How I about was, that? Yeah, so I was four when I moved to Australia. Um, oh, hence the lack I never of knew accent. That. Yeah, um, but for me, like it was. I think I'd obviously have a different perspective because I was going there and I haven't been back since I moved, so I don't really remember okay. it. Um,
0: Did you remember any of it when you went back this time? Did any of it ring a bell?
2: Mm. Did you
0: go back to kind of, like, your old neighbourhood, like, where you lived and that kind of thing?
2: No. No, we didn't. We lived in, like, a gated community, so we probably wouldn't have been able to get in. Yeah, okay. um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for me, it was, like, seeing from the perspective of, like, why my parents moved, obviously, and, like, immigrated to Australia, because a lot of South Africans do immigrate to Australia. Yeah. And yeah. The UK as well. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, it's a beautiful country. Like, this, we did a safari and that was unreal. And, like, Cape Town is a really, really beautiful city. Um, but, like, I would never want to live there. Like, there's just poverty everywhere. And, like, it, you just, like, like, I didn't feel unsafe at all visiting. And obviously, I was staying with family. So, I don't know how I would have felt if I was, like, staying in a hotel or... You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. But with my family, I felt completely fine. But you still, like, see how the whole um, community, like, caters for the crime and everything. Like, all the houses have electric fences or barbed wire.
0: Electric fences.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, big walls. Like, you just don't have, like, a an open house. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... Yeah, it's right. just not. And then there's, like, um, like, on one street, it's, like, a really, really wealthy... Well, you might have a really, really wealthy suburb, and then two streets away, you've got a township which holds, like, t- 200,000 people. Like, it's really... Um, really big gap between the rich and the poor yeah um but yes. Yeah, so,
0: this is going to sound like a bit of an odd question, but how does that make you feel being there, knowing that you kind of probably would be considered to be sort of like part of that sort of, I guess, wealthier class mm-hmm. or, or, or as opposed to sort of like a poorer class? Does it, is, is there a sense that you kind of go, this community is, is so far out of balance? Yeah. I, I don't know how to kind of like put it, but I know that, you, you know, you, you go and visit places where there's a lot of poverty and you do feel this kind of like sense of response, like not responsibility, but. Just guilt. Uh, yeah. yeah. It is, it is like guilt in yeah. a way, isn't it? You, you feel as if you, you've you kind of got this sort of exalted position and probably because you don't even realise it most of the time, Yeah. especially in yeah. Australia because everything's just so lovely yeah. and, and everyone's kind of, on the whole, pretty well taken care of. Yeah. You actually go to a country where that doesn't happen, where people who are the less fortunate don't really have any kind of health protection or any kind of income protection or anything like that. And you see what it's really like and you go, wow.
2: Yeah, it's 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 very confronting, like people dancing on, like, so you're in your car, people go at the, when there's a red light, they'll go in front of all the cars, dance, and get like coins from people. Like seeing that sort of stuff is very like saddening and it does, it, it makes you feel guilty. And like, like if I was living there, I know that I would feel guilty for like the life that I would have had. Do you know what I mean? Like... I don't know. It just makes you really appreciate Shelly
0: Now, um, Rachel and Katie were also a part of what happened last weekend here. We had a massive weekend. I'm still catching up on sleep and I'm not even kidding uh, because it was crazy. The Sunday in the end was... I was there. I got there at 6.30 and left there a bit after midnight. Oh so, it was a long, long, longish day. Wow, and I thought long-ish, I had a long day. Mm, a longish day. Uh and Katie was there for the broadcast on Sunday uh, but Rachel we had Jesuitical over from the US to do uh, a kind of like a class and uh, a and, and a show with us yeah. which got broadcast last week what were your impressions of that of that day because I haven't had a chance to catch up with you or really anyone about it so I know I know I got a lot out of it because I've been kind of listening to them for a long time and stuff like that but what was what was your impression of the whole thing
3: about like the um
0: the masterclass part the Friday
3: yeah it was really eye-opening. I, like, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I didn't expect it to
0: be M- like- Maybe, like, so what... Was there anything about it that kind of, like, was most unexpected you weren't kind of expecting from it?
3: I thought, like, it would be a lot more religious. But I was surprised about how, like, Marte talked about the podcasting. I, I don't have a lot of experience with religion. So, I just expect people to, like, just talk about it a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I was
0: is that is that does that come from school is that like a school cultural thing that when you kind of get into the religious space sometimes it becomes um like it's not contextual enough like you know what i mean like a little bit because there's this big sort of buzz thing at the moment that's going around that um uh is that saying that you know when people learn about religion Um, It needs to be a lot. They're calling it recontextualization. That's the term. So, it's all about looking at it through, I mean, I'm super simplifying it because all the documentation is like hyper clever, super super brain stuff. But it's all really about that whole idea of going, how does it stem more out of your own experience in your own life rather than being this kind of like top down thing. It kind of sits within everything. Yeah. So, and I think that Jesuitical, they totally are into that way of 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 doing it so yeah
3: i think that's a really good progressive way to go about it yeah. as opposed to the way i was brought up into it which was kind of
1: just explain it and then go from there
0: yeah yeah Being
1: like four <laughs> i can i can jump in i kind Thank of you. found a similar thing when i was interviewing like the gospel collective because i mm. just like thought gospel choir i was like this is not intense but like i kind of had an idea in my head but when i was doing like more research for the interview on what like they actually were about and like the types of things that they did it really changed my perspective and like talking and interviewing like charmaine and ben Mm. who are like the directors of Mm. it how they were saying like you know like we don't go to church every week we go to choir practice every week and like you know not all the songs they sing are just like hymns like you know they sing more modern songs and like do like tributes to michael jackson and stuff like that you know like it really like Um, kind of changed my perspective on how like they're incorporating religion into their lives and it's not as like kind of more traditional as it's perceived in school like going to church every Sunday
0: yeah I'm really I I don't know if I'm surprised but it's like um, both of you saying this like this is a kind of this is unusual this is an unusual thing to see um, uh, like kind of like religious life incorporated a lot more side by side with Things rather yeah. than kind of overarching. Yeah,
1: I think personally a lot of the people that I know who are like religious are from maybe more like strict denominations yep. of um, Christianity, so yep. they like live very strictly by those rules. So maybe that's like where my interpretation of like how their religion like is really heavily like an overarching theme of their life is yep. very like... um. Is really intense to me, whereas, like, seeing just like, you know, it, it was much more normal to me. And I was just like, that's really cool. And this is like a really, I don't know, it just made me really appreciate it and really feel. Mm.
0: Good and about I think, because I think that for a lot of people, you know, maybe even the majority of people who have a sort of like a religious element in their life, quite often when you're put in a situation where you are. Uh, having conversations with people or or, or, or doing things with, with, with some people, especially around religion, it beca- it can become a bit of a kind of like an all or nothing thing. And that's great for those people who really want to live it and, and, yeah. and do it in that way. Uh, absolutely fine. But uh, I, it can feel sometimes a little bit for people that they are a bit on the outside. They're going,
1: this is...
0: Yeah, like you're not as good enough. Yeah. And that's
1: how I kind of felt as well. It's like, oh, like I don't go to church often enough or like I'm not like, good enough, like, and that's just not what religion is about, like... No, you know, it's
0: all um, about acceptance and uh-huh, inclusion, yeah. yeah. and I feel like <laughs> it was
1: just really nice to, like... I was, like, kind of intimidated going... I was like, am I, like, a poser, like, going to, like, put on a youth day, like... Um, but, like, it was just, like, really, like... It just, yeah, I found it a really positive experience.
0: I'm so glad because that was when we were organising and putting it all together. The whole feeling that we had was that, you know, World Youth Day is like, even in the title, it's about everyone. It's not about saying if you're Catholic or you're really religious or whatever. It's about including everyone into the whole thing. And everyone can be at completely different um, stages in a kind of like a religious faith Journey experience, whatever you want to call it, people can be like completely yeah. ingrained in the life of their parish and their their kind of religious life. Or people can just be kind of, you know, all the way through the spectrum to people being, I don't know, kind of like, you know, I guess sort of curious religious people or not sure what they want to believe, or or there's a sense there's something out there, but they don't want, they don't know what. But everyone has the right to be included then, you know, and that's so important, you know, especially in, you know, from the Catholic point of view. Yeah, and I think, um,
1: like, individuality of, like, how you practice your own, like, your part of, like, being Catholic and how that's relevant in your life is really, like, different for everyone. And I felt like that really came across, like, you know, we're not, just because you're part of, like, this religion doesn't mean that you're all the same and all practicing the same way and you'll do the same things to like be active yeah. and, like you you know what I mean like it's an individual thing and I feel like everyone that was really celebrated like it's not oh, just it's like so good yeah no I just was I, yeah I came away like heaps happy about it yeah it was just like I felt like individuality was really celebrated there, and like the way everyone you know like some people have podcasts and they talk about all like the wonderful young people and what they're doing and like yeah. and then some people have choirs and like you know get together and sing because that's what they love to do yeah. and It was just like and
0: then we had all of those I don't know if you saw any of the, the they, panels but the panels were packed we weren't expecting yeah. there to be so many because we put them in the parlour at Sacred Heart which isn't massive or everybody knows you're there it's- so we, we thought you know we'll put in you know like 20 or 30 chairs and it ended up like you know 50, 60 people oh, plus Lord went in uh, and we were oh because there was so much else going on we thought you know that that it's going to be split but people who were like you know uh, um, people there was one called like protagonists of change there was all this stuff around ecological conversion like environmental stuff because that's also a big part of, of 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 the whole catholic ethos as well and people are so passionate about that whole idea of you know the hands and feet style of stuff it's not just all about um you know just that pure scriptural theological view it's really more about there are so many different ways to express what being catholic is and that's what makes it so great and like you're saying like that was precisely what we were trying to celebrate that difference that's calvin harris you're listening to rht 1079 life switch and george ezra on the way very shortly did any of you guys go to george ezra come no, no. well yeah apparently oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I don't know well all the people that were you know just you know when you sort of like go through your feeds or whatever oh, it's just like yeah. one video after another
3: mm-hmm. look um, what everyone else is doing that I'm not exactly
0: yeah, yeah. Look, how, look how cool I'm not <laughs> so um, uh, we were just having a bit of a chat before Rachel yes. uh, we were talking about this whole idea of having ideas in the shower that good ideas always come in the shower this yeah. is this is your experience
3: yeah good comebacks. Just, like, how I'm going to go about my day, even though I'm showering at, like, 6 p.m., which is really where my day starts anyway.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is that when you get up? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Literally just anything, like how I'm going to be better at uni, and then none of it happens. Yeah.
0: Do you have those things where you go? And I also get it sometimes when I'm driving the car if I'm not listening to it. is when you go, you have you play back conversations that you've had previously, and you find yourself saying the comeback. It's so the you, worst. You're talking, you actually saying it. You catch yourself, and then you don't care, and you keep going. <laughs>
3: and then you start saying <laughs> oh, it out so loud. So witty,
0: such a burn.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then you get like really intense when you say that loud, and then someone like sitting next to you looks at you and they're like, "What are you doing?" Like, oh, nothing. Nothing. I'm fine.
0: Katie Taylor, where do you guys get your best ideas?
2: I'm more of a bath fan. Anyway, I shower more than I have a bath because bathing not great for the environment and everything like that. Isn't it? It uses a lot, a lot more of water. Baths do? Baths use a lot more water, yeah. Is
0: that a fact?
2: Well, unless you're having like 20 minute showers, but-
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I'm just so, bad,
0: no matter what. I don't ever take a bath because I don't get the point. But like oh, I a shower, no, nah, just so I don't good. understand what don't what it's all about.
2: It's, it's just relaxing. A bath, bath bomb, cup of tea, a book. It's so good. Honestly,
0: yeah. I would sooner probably a cup of
2: tea in the bath. Yeah, isn't it too hot? I like being there's something about being the same temperature on the inside as you are on the I outside. Like faint. It's like from the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I am sitting there like sweating. I have to
3: shower afterwards, but <laughs> I just sit there super lightheaded going, Where am I? <laughs> How long have I been in here?
0: Rachel Park. Hello. You were dog-sitting? Yeah,
3: dog-sitting, yes. This is a thing. Yeah.
0: And it was in the beautiful, leafy, you know, some would say somewhat over-glamorous <laughs> suburb of Glengarry. Yeah,
3: right next to the nursing home.
0: Really? Yeah. Where Actually, where is Glengarry? Glengarry is down near, like, manual College? Is that Glengarry? Mm,
3: don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure. It was, like, I feel like Glengarry is, like, abnormally larger than the other suburbs. Really? I don't know.
0: Abnormally? I, gl- <laughs>
3: All right. um, (laughs) Slightly larger. That
0: should be their motto. Welcome to Glengarry. Inverted commas. Abnormally large. Me. We're better than the rest of you. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um, But it was like, um, what's that road? Diagonal Road? The one, the big one that leads up to Marion.
0: Yeah, Diagonal Road. Yeah, it was right
3: off there. Okay. So I think it was like just Glengarry. Like barely making.
0: Okay. Yeah. And it's near, because it's like Glengarry, uh, sorry, Diagonal Road and sort of like Anzac Highway Down that neck of the woods. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, so down there.
1: I know where that is, Okay.
0: But you were, believe it or not, that's not the most interesting part of this story. You were in an abnormally large suburb and the kitchen was also (laughs) abnormal in its own way. Can you talk a bit about that?
3: It was just like a regular kitchen. And so I bring food with me because it's like from most times on weekdays, 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. And so...
0: Do you do this regularly?
3: uh, Depends on like when I get asked to, but generally it's like three times a month.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, Yeah. so
3: like every other week or something. Yeah. So I I bring like food for myself and then I brought instant noodles. I went to go make these instant noodles. There was no like bowls. There was no spoons. There was no cups, no glasses.
0: Are you sure?
3: Yeah, no, I looked. I looked everywhere. What were in the cupboards? Like regular mugs, only knives and forks. (laughs)
0: No spoons, though. No
3: spoons. Like, okay. How do you have no
0: spoons? They I was were going to say, maybe air. they hit everything. That's, That's alarming.
1: That's so weird. Did they did have they a did? dishwasher,
0: though? No, no dishwasher either.
1: Are you so sure? So, you checked
0: everything here. I
1: did. But, like Our dishwasher is in the laundry because we couldn't get the piping. So, like, it could have possibly been in there. And if it's just one person living alone, they would only have, like, a set of, like, maybe, like, six spoons or whatever. The and, spoons like, have been in there every other time they've been there, though. So, yeah, it so was th- just this one time. Like, no, oh. like...
3: Soup they- spoons, no, like, teaspoons or tablespoons or any <laughs> kind of It just doesn't seem right.
0: Or bowls.
3: No, no bowls either. No, like, See, ceramic that's, bowls.
0: No, that's not right. Because you're not just going to have your, like, if it was during the day, you'd go, yeah, your cereal bowls are in the yeah. dishwasher. Well,
2: both of them are missing, bowls and spoons, and they kind of go together. Because anything that you eat in a bowl, you tend to eat with a spoon. Yeah. Mm. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, well, um, it kind of depends. It's a- <laughs> so it's, it's Curry very and loose casserole you <laughs> eat
0: with a fork. I know, but okay, generally cereal, on the whole, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm basically soup. going exceptions, not the rules here. Things that you
3: can't eat on a plate. Yeah. I don't keep a running turtle of how many spoons and bowls this person has, so it's not like If they only have two, are you That's
0: okay? Weird. Are you going to be going back there at any time?
3: Yeah. Um, can you fun.
0: check again and just see uh, about check what's laundry. going on? Do yeah. <laughs> the laundry. I, don't I
1: actually see a dishwasher.
0: Ah, so ah, oh, so you're saying. What you're saying like is if you can- I had to put my dishwasher in the laundry Maybe they did too But
1: I'm hmm. saying like If someone came into my house And we'd had like Guests over the night before Yeah we have six bowls Like dinner bowls Like if we'd had pasta or something They would all be in the dishwasher As well as Well, we've bought a lot more forks now, but, you know, like when we continually are buying forks. But, you know, like sometimes you've run out of forks and they're all in the dishwasher. So someone could come into my kitchen and go, they don't have a dishwasher or bowls or forks. But if you walked into the laundry, it would be like, oh, it's all here.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. I would need to do some further investigating.
0: Here with Katie, Taya and Rachel. And we were just breaking open this whole idea of the house. And I've got this great concept. The whole other thing thing of you going, well, because they've got no plates and no spoons, no bowls and no spoons in their house, it could be a display home. It could be a display home with a dog. And I came up with the idea of going, and I'm just not getting any traction on this, you guys are not going with me, but a display home with a dog and a family. (gasps) (gasps) <gasps> what would a display home family be like? They'd always be getting along Wait,
1: wait, Because oh, no, they're have... in the home okay. I see.
2: Wait, is this to sell the house?
0: Yeah, yeah So people come in for the tour of the house And go, the, the estate agent's like Well, here's right. one thing you could have here And here's one thing like, And here's an example of what your family would be like In this wonderful house Oh, mum, dad, isn't it great? Do you want to go and play tennis with me? Oh, it doesn't matter, darling As long as we're spending time with each other And everyone goes Oh, isn't that great? And look at that little dog uh, it's been great having you guys on thank you so much for coming in today it's been great uh, we are here every Wednesday night from 9 every Saturday night from 10 stay tuned to 107.9 live for more of your music and if you want to get an archD t-shirt we've just gotten a whole new stack done just go to Facebook <laughs> look for HD <laughs> radio oh and you can order t-shirts from there from the Facebook page so uh, jump on and check us out uh, we will see you again in a few days
3: bye bye see you goodbye everyone <laughs>